Greetings, everyone. Hey, how you doing? It's Matt Sella. Today, I'm doing a non-spoiler review for Disney's Frozen 2, the sequel to the first Frozen, if you couldn't tell. Before we begin, I normally try to say subscribe and ring the bell and all that jazz, but because of recent events content creators are going through on YouTube, I wanted to establish something essential about my reviews. I am an animator. My reviews are centered around an animator's critique on animation and storytelling in entertainment like TV shows, movies, games, what have you. These are intended for older audiences, fans of animation, to hear my opinion and thoughts and so that they can either agree or disagree and then share their own opinions. These reviews are also for parents who may want to know what an adult might experience watching a kid's film if I cover those subjects. While animation can be for kids, it takes adults to create animation and so my critique is meant for those folks in the industry or grown-up movie fans who enjoy the art of animation and storytelling. We clear? Good. On to the non-spoiler review. So first thing is, I'm going to get the positives out of the way. And what stands out to me is I actually like the music and songs in the sequel better than the first movie. Not all the songs, but I like how some of the flagship songs felt more bombastic, mysterious, and natural. Not as catchy as the first movie with the Let It Go, but I was able to soak in the sound of the music without it getting tedious. The other positive I have is I remember looking at the first trailer and I got the vibe that we'll be in a less Disney Magical Kingdom setting and more in an epic adventure. And that's kind of what we got. It felt grander. It felt more mythological. I enjoyed the overall idea and theme of this movie. However, it's a waterfall of cons from here on out. To tie in with the theme, while I like the idea, the actual environments felt barren in even the most luscious of scenes. It felt more boring than it needed to be. And I know the story mostly takes place in this enchanted forest. The plot established something terrible is happening or has happened whatever that may be, but part of me has trouble seeing that reflect in the world consistently. Like, sometimes you see it, but other times you can't tell if the visual artist just settled with what they got and didn't want to overcrowd the scene. Perhaps they held back a little too much. It's a little hard to tell. But before I get into the story, let me talk more on the visuals, particularly the animation of the characters. I was analyzing the body language, staging, and facial expressions of Elsa, Anna, Olaf, and the others, and Overall, the animation felt very vanilla from what I expected from a Disney animated movie. The characters did not move their facial expressions far at all, and there were many shots where it felt very stiff in their range. The voice actors did well enough with what they got from the script, but the actual gestures and the weight of the characters was just so lifeless. That had to be one of the weakest elements of the movie for me. I know the general audience don't really care much about that kind of stuff, but if I know something off about the animation, I think something's up. But the actual weakness of the movie, the biggest con I have is the story itself. Again, this is a non-spoiler review, so I'm not going to give away plot points or specific character actions. Just want to be clear. For the most part, I understood what the plot was going for, but I kept getting the feeling that things were happening only because the story needed it to. A lot of elements left hanging from the first movie will suddenly have reference here in the sequel. For sequels, that can be fine as long as you're not making the same set of characters go through the same beats as the last time. Frozen 2 doesn't do that for the most part. However, I could not shake that the story wasn't created purely because the original story writers had an idea for where to take the characters next, but more of bank 
banking on the success of the first movie. It felt like Disney wanted to crank out a new story as quickly as it could. And the movie tries to explain some of the mysteries from the first Frozen film in this sequel, but the flow of how the characters learn all this doesn't feel natural to me at all. I described the story artificial, especially when it came to the second half of the movie. Obviously, I won't say what... But there was one event that happened in the third act that just did not make any sense to me at all. Which is funny because the first Frozen movie, there was something established in the beginning that made me throw my arms up in the air and say, that makes no logical sense. But it had to happen for the story. So in this, there's another situation where I asked, why? Where did this come from? And I would have forgave it if there was an actual buildup establishing that this can happen in this world. But the story needed to go through a certain beat, and so we just had to accept it. Sadly, this took a lot away for me to really connect with what's going on in the final act. One can debate on what you would rather have, a crappy first two act of a story with a fantastic finale, or a solid first two act keeping you engaged, but a lackluster, kind of a let-me-down final act. Frozen 2 felt like an interesting first act, second act gets kind of artificial in terms of revealing plot points, and the third act felt rushed to the point and thus took away an investment one may have within that finale. Overall, Frozen 2 left me wanting more in the animation and story department. Delivered some cool songs and music, and the initial idea was interesting, but in the end, I wasn't able to connect with Elsa, Anna, or the others, leaving the film to be just Okay, maybe slightly less than that, but I did like Frozen 2 more than the first movie, but not by much. I know it's easy to hate on the popularity of the franchise, but I gave Disney the benefit of the doubt. I wanted to get invested in these characters, but I felt like it was brought together in a soulless way. That the story lacked the creative heart other Disney animated films tend to have. And I'll be honest, while there were a lot of kids in the theater, this might be a mixed bag for them. There were plenty of funny moments that they laughed at, but because of how serious the film tries to be sporadically throughout, the kids may quickly forget get this one. I will end the review on this, though, because I have no idea how folks may react to my opinion on Frozen 2 or the Frozen name in general, but I will put this disclaimer. For those who may have followed me for a while, you guys know I don't like to compare films I've seen to source material, books they may have been based on, or films of similar nature, or, if rebooted, I don't like to compare them to the original incarnation unless flaws call forth to see how it was done before if better. I will admit, I had some bias going into this movie that did linger its head now and then as I watched. No, it was not the hate for Frozen. I thought the movie was okay. I did not hate the first Frozen. It was actually Claws, the hand-drawn animated film, which could be seen on Netflix, that actually dampened my enjoyment of Frozen 2, in terms of visuals. After seeing Claws, and the artistic care that went into every shot, the colors, the lighting, the subtlety, and the character acting and animation, to me, it raised the bar on what 2D animation could do. In the back of my mind, I thought, this is something Disney could have done if they stuck 
to it. Not saying I don't appreciate their 3D films. There's many I personally love and appreciate their stories. But we are so inundated with 3D animation films that no matter how realistic they make the environments, no matter how crazy the particle effects may get, or how cartoony the characters look or act, despite having hyper-realistic textured clothes or hair follicles, it's honestly nothing new. So if you have a story that feels new or explores themes not talked about much, that's where 3D animated films can really stand out from the rest. But it comes down to the execution of that story and acting. If the passion is not there, then it just becomes another by-the-numbers family animated film. And as far as 3D animation has come, it needs to be pushed further in some way to show the artistic challenge the visual artists and animators are willing to take it if the story is not front and center. It should be inspiring, and it just wasn't. Klaus, to me, pushed the boundaries of how 2D animation can look in our modern times. And yes, the story had its flaws, but the character animation and the room to let the acting breathe still convinced the natural progression of emotional moments. Frozen 2 lacked some of those elements, and I know it may be unfair to compare the two. You don't have to agree with me on that, but in my perception, storytelling is storytelling, and animation is just a medium to tell a story. If Claus failed to hook me with one element, there were many others to put me in awe. Frozen 2 barely had any hooks that could carry the film, and so it left me unimpressed. Here's hoping the next Disney animated movie takes the visual and story to a satisfactory level worthy of the Disney name. And that'll do it for my non-spoiler review for Frozen 2. You heard my long-winded opinion, but now I want to hear your thoughts on the film, if you have seen it. Let me know in the comment section below, did you like it? Did you not like it? Share your thoughts, join the conversation. If you like reviews just like this, subscribe to my podcast channel and ring that bell to be notified when new videos drop, like this video. And if you want to support me directly, please go to my Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Consider donating as little as a dollar a month will help go towards my podcast channel, art, animation, and content made just for you. This is Matt Sala thanking you all for tuning in. Oh.